So he was telling me all of this and I didn't know how to react. Like, you know what I mean? Hello, so today I am in a very annoying mood. We'll start with a headline. Fucking COVID. Why are there people doing a protest in Auckland domain when we're in level three? Like you're protesting about lockdown being against your rights and stuff. But do you understand we are going to be in lockdown for a lot longer if you keep doing these fucking protests. It is absolutely ridical and I do not agree with those actions. Got that off my shoulder. Anyway, I am joined today with my dear friend, Aaron. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, Aaron has come to join this podcast and today on You Know What I Mean. You Know What I Mean. <laughs> you Know What I Mean. Mm. The topic we're going to be discussing is fuckboys, sneaky links, boundaries, and all of the above with casual sex. So to begin with, what is your definition of a fuckboy, Aaron? Definition of a fuckboy? Somebody who's just in it for the link, in it for some a good route, and doesn't actually really give a shit about you, to be honest. Do you think they are a type of person who, apart from having sex with multiple people, do they play with emotions, or do they... Like, is a fuckboy a fuckboy because they pretend to like someone while fucking a lot of people? Or they are just a fuckboy because they have a lot of casual sex? I would say the first point. So somebody who doesn't actually care about your feelings um, and while stringing along other people as well. Um, they can just do it off the bat without any um, conscious thoughts about hurting somebody's feelings. Um, literally, yeah. And also just having a lot of sex. That's my that's my definition. Right. Um, and they usually fit like this specific look as well. Um, you can just tell when somebody's a fuckboy as well. So what is, what is this? Okay, so <laughs> do you reckon fuckboys are different? Because you're not from here. You're from the UK. Yeah. Do you think fuckboys look different oh from the God. UK 100%, to New Zealand? 100%. So it's <clears throat> about the UK and we'll see if it compares. All right, cool. Should, should I give them a brief about yeah. a fuckboy in New Zealand? Go for it. I feel like a fuckboy in New Zealand. <laughs> listens to EDM <laughs> um, they probably have a one true love of MDMA scoring a gram every weekend they never reply most likely some form of tradie um, probably flexes a lot wears what would a fuckboy wear mm. so there's different variations I feel like there's a classier fuckboy where they wear a bit more branded stuff a lot of jewellery a lot of jewellery mm. a lot of Drip. <laughs> you know, they wear like basketball shirt and they think it's drip. <laughs> with an with an obey t shirt. With, yeah. With, with an obey t-shirt. Like. Yeah, obey t shirt. <laughs> um yeah, that's probably one yeah, one form. A lot of rings, just I feel like you can tell a fuckboy once you see them. Oh, 100%. Like, you can just spot them from a mile away. You can. Mm. What about... So, in the UK, what is a fuckboy? I would say I only started to notice fuckboys as I was, like, probably leaving um, leaving for Australia. Um, and I would say the definition from what I saw is generally... They're, like, on on the cusp of being a chav, but not a chav. <laughs> like, right. And... Um, Generally wear skinny, skinny denim jeans, um, a really tight top, generally muscular, 
Um, always have that fresh fade. Uh, that fresh that, fade. That is that, a commonality right? between fuckboys. That, that fresh fade. Um, yeah, generally quite muscular. And they, they to be honest, they're quite fit. I'm not going to lie. Actually, yeah, I do feel like fuckboys are the, probably the as realistic as an Instagram male model would be. Yeah. Like, like but not one of those, like, actual models, but one of those... Like TikTok, do anything for yes. clout. Yes, I would say that TikTok. That's probably the best sort of description. So somebody who, yeah, you'd see on TikTok, for sure. Yeah, that. Uh, they just got I, that look. Yeah. Right? they've got that look. You know what I mean. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. So Google's definition of a fuckboy is a weak or com contip- I can't read a weak or contemptible. As I say it. Contemptible. Contemptible man. A man who has many casual sexual partners. So it... It matches pretty much. It matches, but it doesn't say that a fuckboy is playing with someone's feelings. Mm. And I feel like, let's see, Urban Dictionary. Oh, a fuckboy who plays with girls' feelings and he doesn't really like them and would do, say, anything a girl wants to hear to have sex with them mm. or to get something they want. Fuckboys know what girls want to hear, but they hurt so many girls. Once they're a fuckboy, they will always be a fuckboy. If you know a guy is a fuckboy, don't fall for him. Usually fuckboys are cute, so yeah. <laughs> and I love how that's part of the definition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you usually can tell if they are a fuckboy of how they dress and act he is kind of a player and a hoe dude this is it's in a sentence using a sentence dude i found out he was a fuck boy so i left his ass <laughs> <laughs> i love that, no, that that's pretty accurate that i'd is say really accurate mm. Mm. so now that we know what a fuck boy is let's talk about falling for a fuck boy We've been there. We've all been we've there. We've all been there. We've all done that. To, to a degree, we've like, you know, f- just been, I wouldn't say obsessed with a fuckboy, but there's been a moment where we've been like, this could be something. You yeah, know? <laughs> this could be something. This could be something, but. But you know it's not. It's like looking through rose-colored glasses. You know that saying? Ah, oh, right. Exactly that. <laughs> I, I definitely resonate with that. Yeah. I've been there for sure. So with your experience, have you had more... I'm falling for a guy I'm having casual sex with or I'm falling for a guy who has been telling me you're the one but has been fucking other people. So generally, um, I have quite good intuition in regards to like, I can just suss out people pretty fast on right. if they're a fuckboy or not. Um, I think the the one that stands out to me the most, which is probably the one that happened in the, in the space of like, probably the last within the last six months, um, so my experience of falling for a fuckboy was a guy that I actually generally... I met up for casual sex. Right. Um, it wasn't actually somebody that I originally found quite... Uh, he's, like, good-looking. He's definitely good-looking. But he wasn't... Uh, I say this in the least egotistical way, but he wasn't in my ranking. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with fuckboys, yeah. though. They're not always but, the most attractive yeah. men. But it's just that you want this, what you can't there's have. There's something about thing. it, yeah. right? Yeah. 
And um, so do you want me to go into my experience yeah, with this one? Yeah, let's hear right. this. Let's awesome. analyse the okay. red flags. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, um, this guy came over for casual sex. Um, we had a good time, had a really, really good time. And I remember we were just, we had like good chats before we hooked up. And then um, after sex, we just laid in bed, cuddled. We ended, he ended up staying at, like staying at my house to like, the end of like the end okay. of the- first red not red flag first little okay. alert okay when they stay over after casual sex oh this one wasn't staying over just yet he stayed he's oh. i'll get to that bit okay but um but he stayed the night he sta- during he, that night that night he didn't stay oh, the he night didn't. but he stayed to like close to the end of the night like okay. it, it was pretty much the whole day from 4 p.m till like late oh yeah okay so this was like a sneaky link in the day but then it went towards but that feels like a bit more though it was um so yeah so basically Stayed in bed, cuddled, watched a movie, um, had some really good chats. Um, but the thing is, like, <clears throat> the characteristics that we brought up earlier about a fuckboy, he initially didn't have those characteristics. So he has a really good job. I won't disclose the role because, <laughs> um, you know, Auckland is a small community. Um, and you'll probably sus. <laughs> Let's just say this, this boy was in the health care, um, right. you know role and he (laughs) potentially had money um didn't didn't flex but okay i I couldn't hum yeah (laughs) i would say um so anyway so we had a good time and we exchanged numbers because um that was at the time where i was on the apps um and we just communicated through that and then obviously we exchanged numbers on the night and i remember for that that good um, week, we were just texting nonstop. Mm. And in that first week, he had even just come over like three times um, after we had hooked up. Okay, well, that's already more than a sneaky link. Exactly. I've re- you don't talk to sneaky links from mm. what I've realized. Yeah. And you don't... That sounds more of like a friends with benefits situation. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I That's where I thought it was at the start, but then... After he came over for the second time, um, we had dinner together. Um, right. I, I didn't cook, by the way. That doesn't happen straight away. Wow. Only for special people. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we came over, had sex, and, um, yeah, just had really nice chats. We talked more about, like, family, because um, he's also from the UK. Right. Again, I'm talking way <laughs> too specific now. I'm going to leave it there with the details. Um, let's give him a name. Let's call him a Chav. Let's, oh, <laughs> let's call him, let's call him Jonathan. Jonathan. Okay. Even though that's, yeah, that's Jonathan. Normal. Let's call him Jonathan. So, so his name starts with J Ronson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, he stopped over, so he stopped over on the third night. Right. Um, and yeah, it just felt like it was developing into something. Mm-hmm. Like he definitely expressed some like feelings towards me. Um, I expressed some feelings towards him. On the third night, though. Yeah, uh, it wasn't like concrete. We hadn't right. actually said I have feelings for you, but you could just tell there was a nice little spark. Vibe, yeah. Spark vibe. You could just tell. Like it's like before you start. Is it kind of like the beginning of feeling the like, oh, Ooh, this is so, this could be something. Yeah, this could it's be like something. The very beginning when you start thinking about what are we? Yes. Yeah. Very, very that. So very, very beginning. 
And um, yeah, so Third Night came through and um, stopped over. Obviously, somebody stopping over, it's, it can be very intimate. Like, you know, just simple things as um, holding holding hands in bed, like mm. cuddling, mm. just that like touch, mm. that physical touch, um, more than what like you do in just sex, like mm. sex, you're just fucking or whatever. But there's just that extra bit layer. of like layer, right? Anyway, um, that continued for a good like, maybe like a month and a half mm-hmm. um, where we would see each other all the time and he'd come over. And with me, I don't, I don't like to, this is just me, like, and I don't see anything wrong with it, but, um, I don't like to, if I'm speaking to one person, that's enough for me. I just chat to that person and I would just link up with that person. That's it. I'm not going to go fuck around with other people unless, unless it's very clear that we're just hooking up. Right. Um, that's Well, this sounded like more than just a hookup. Oh, 100%. And, um, yeah, so that was that, like... Um, it almost felt like we were getting close to seeing each other. Like mm-hmm. it was going to be labeled as seeing each other because we had, um, we'd shared some, like I had shared some stuff with him that I haven't shared with many people mm. that I had just met with, like especially personal stuff. Right. Um, and so there was a form of connection oh, from your end to him. Yeah. Definitely. And vice versa. Like I felt, I did feel some, um, genuine, at the time, felt, <laughs> felt genuine. Uh, you say yeah. that in the middle of telling a story. Of yeah, for exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but this is where it um, gets juicy. This is where it got a bit juicy. So when I moved to New Zealand, I moved with my ex. Mm-hmm. Um, we were together for like two and a half years, touching three years. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, because I still have photos of my ex on my Instagram, mm-hmm. like and. I don't have many posts on my Instagram. I probably have like 89. Right. Which isn't a lot for like Insta anyway. Um, and you don't really need to scroll far back to see pictures of my ex. And mm-hmm. he had gone through my phone. Like got we had both like laid in bed and we were like going through my Instagram. Right. And he's like, oh, who's that? And I was like, oh, that's just my ex. And I was right. like, cool. Anyway, fast forward to a week later. Um, I must have, I think it was the day of the pride parade i had went over to a friend's house we had like a house party and he was texting me he was like oh what are you doing tonight right. and i was like oh, i'm just at my friend's house we're having a house party um i may head to jay after mm-hmm. um and he's like oh, okay cool like i'm doing the same i'll probably see you there i was like awesome and then um i finished up with my friend's house party and then we all just headed over to um jay and then um as i walked into the club feeling pretty lit like mm-hmm. had a having a good time and i to be honest i like, forgot that he was even going to be there like right. i didn't i didn't go there for him just completely just forgot about it having a good night having yeah. a good night yeah exactly that and um so it was just like on the dance floor like on the podium bit um having a good time and then i spot him mm-hmm. and um I spotted I spotted him speaking to my ex, which is fine. Yeah. I just thought, oh, maybe like whatever, like they might know each other, because um, me and my ex are we're on good terms anyway, so that's pretty cool. And um, because it was quite crowded on the night, it was quite hard to push through the crowd, and because I was just gonna have a chat with him and be like, oh hey, like I was gonna say hello to both of them. Mm-hmm. But because it was so crowded, I think by the time I reached him, my ex had gone away to the bar or something to yeah. go to grab a drink. And then I 
spoke to Jonathan and I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, hey. Um, so we danced for a little bit and that was that. And then as I was about to return to my friend that I was dancing with, I spotted my ex. Mm-hmm. And um, we were like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, it's been so long. We haven't caught up. And um, me and my ex decided to go to the more like private area at the right. front. Um, and we were just chatting and stuff. We sat, we sat down, started chatting. It's like, how's work going? How's just having a casual chat? Mm-hmm. And then um, one thing that my ex always does, he's always, <laughs> I don't know why he does it, but he's like, oh, are you seeing anyone now? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, I said to him, I said, to be honest, I'm not really seeing anyone, but I'm like casually hanging out with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really, it's not really much, like nothing serious, but um I said, oh, I noticed that you were speaking to him earlier. He was like, who? Ooh. He was like, who? And I was like, John- Jonathan, the right. guy that you were speaking to. And his face looked a bit like puzzled. He was like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, Jonathan, the one that you were um, speaking to. Mm. Sorry, I left one little detail out. I'm going to backtrack to when I was speaking to Jonathan. I mentioned to Jonathan saying, hey, you were speaking to my ex. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he said, oh, um, I was speaking to him because um, your ex is seeing, um, who used to see one of my friends that right. I flat with. So clearly Auckland is a very small community. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, sorry, then going fast forward to when I was speaking to my ex and I told him that it was Jonathan that I'm casually hanging out with. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, we were like hooking up last week. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And it was just, he was just like, and I could tell by my face's ex that it, it may, he may have done a similar thing with my ex. Right. Like it wasn't, I could just tell by my ex's face that it wasn't something casual yeah. towards him. Yeah. The way that he was like, what? Like, that's a bit weird. Oh, my but God. <clears throat> I think my ex, to save, to stop me from getting hurt, even though I wasn't really hurt in that moment, he was like, oh, we were just having sex. Like, he was like, oh, we were hooking up last week. And weirdly, I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel bad or anything. But I was just like, what? That's so funny. Like, what the hell? And then going back to, um, you know how I was saying that? He almost isn't on like, cause my ex is quite a good looking guy. Like he's right. a, he's a really good looking guy. Like, um, he was punching. Yeah. Like he, we were both were like, he's definitely punching with yeah. both of us. Um, and we were like, how the fuck can this boy do this to both of us? Like Ooh. who the hell does he think he is? <laughs> like is... the fact that he knows that I like my ex is that's my ex and vice yeah. versa. Like, cause even on my ex's Instagram page, you don't need to go far back to see my photos. And we're, it's very clear that we're in a relation. We were in a relationship. Anyway, so me and my ex were just laughing about that and decided to just um, go on the dance floor and dance. Like, and we were just having a really great time. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we were just a little, we were just, we weren't, we, we weren't doing anything like on the dance floor, we weren't kissing or anything. But um, on that night, we decided to go back home with each other. You and your ex? <laughs> yeah. No, Aww. because it was just, it, it's okay. Like yeah. it, it wasn't like a thing. Um, but as we were leaving the club, <laughs> cause you know, the, you know, G-A-Y layout, if, if you haven't already been there, um, it's quite a tight space. Um, and it's not like the biggest place. So you, you can see everybody in that place, but 
as we were walking through the we were weeding through the crowd um to get out mm. um my ex was holding my hand and like leading me through the crowd jonathan is presented right in front of us as oh. we yeah oh no but he does the weirdest thing where like cuz we were facing forward and we could see him at the corner of our eye and he did this like meter jump where he jumped and hid behind his friend grabbed his friend as a human shield oh and grabbed gosh. his friend to hide him even though we had clearly seen his face we saw him he weirdly jumped out of the way yeah but we didn't turn our heads we just saw it yeah we walked we walked we walked we walked up the stairs to GAY and then we stopped we looked at each other and we was like what the fuck was that and we yeah. were just like laughing about it. We were like, "How fucking weird was that?" That is so fucked. And then um, we jumped into a, jumped into an Uber, and we were just like, "What the fuck? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, oh what the fuck?" <clears throat> so, I think my ex must have texted him something. I don't know. I don't remember what specifically he wrote, but it was along the lines of like, "What the fuck was that all about?" Yeah. Um and then I sent I didn't send him a I didn't send him like a sentence or anything. I was just like um I just sent him words saying um as in like Yeah, like what, what, the, what fuck? the fuck was that? Yeah. Like um and that's it. He'd never responded to that. He'd never responded to my ex. Oh, he has no he, dignity after that. Definitely there not. There is no way you can go behind <laughs> a couple of exes. Yeah. And do that. That is so interesting. Yeah. I wonder what was going through his mind. Was he like, oh, I'm playing with fire here. This is so risky. 100%. I think it was a thrill of seeing mm. two people that were exes. Um, so, yeah, that's my story of... But did you... So did you fall for him, though? I felt like it could have been more because of this stuff. No, 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 no. But did you fall for him? Like, afterwards when that happened, were you a bit hurt because of that situation? I, or were you just like, oh, whatever? No, like, so I was sort of hurt. I was hurt after thinking about it, like, a few days later. Mm-hmm. On the night, I didn't give a fuck because I was mm-hmm. intoxicated. I was with my ex. We had a good time. Um, <laughs> Way to get under a, someone is like, to get under like, someone else. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I had a bit of a think about it afterwards and I was just like, that really sucked. That, that really sucked. Um, and just because of this stuff that we had talked about, it was like quite a lot of deep stuff that I had disclosed to him, stuff that I haven't disclosed to many people. Um, and I just thought that was a bit shitty. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Definitely. And <clears throat> you opened I, up your boundaries. Well, you opened up your, you know, your life to someone. Yeah. And funny, I actually saw him in another bar, mm. like probably just before we went into lockdown and we just pretended like we didn't know each other. He kept on looking at me, but we just pretended like we didn't know each other. Isn't that interesting? Mm. He has no dignity. No dignity. and Probably won't admit to what he did. 100%. He probably doesn't. Oh, he definitely knew what. I think he knew what he did by the jump that he made. So, yeah, that was my experience. That's probably my most recent experience. I feel that's another thing I want to touch on. I feel like in this generation... I've noticed in this generation, a lot of relationships happen from, you know, having sex continuously. 
and then getting into a relationship, mm. which is like so backwards to what it used to be where you're friends and then yeah. you start falling for each other and then you, you know, you talk about it and then you're like, oh, you want to be my girlfriend? Oh, yeah, I'll be your boy. Like very... There's a bit of a process, right? Yeah, a bit of a process. But now the process is you go from like fucking to friends with benefits to... It's almost like it's almost like the reverse. It's the reverse. It's like you you jump from fourth you jump to fourth base and then you drop down and to three drop, two yeah. one. Right? And then the more but it's almost like first base is um the serious part. Or yeah. like the second base is the serious part. Fourth base is like the entry to what this mm. is going to be. Like you start from having sex and then doing something outside of the space of having sex is like <gasps> shit. What is happening? Exactly. You know, yeah. it's <laughs> you know what very, I mean? very backwards. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, is that just hookup culture these days? Like, with casual sex, because it's so easy for young people to just go out, go on Tinder, go on Bumble. You know, you have all these hormonal things. I think we're all victimized by our hormones. <laughs> it's almost like I see the apps. It's like going to the grocery store. You just pick up what you yeah. want and you just order it and you then you're done. But yeah, you literally can. And it's so, it's scary. Like, you go to the club. And you get drunk and you come home and you hook up with someone. And then it's like, you don't have, there's nothing more to that. When I, I thought sex was such like an important thing. I think, I I do think it's an important thing because it's an exchange of sexual energy. It's the energy that you're sharing with someone and you take on their energy the way that, and and also you're, you're, they're, they're taking on your energy. Yeah. It's an exchange of energy. And it's like, you have to be really comfortable with the person. Have Having sex with a stranger is so different to having sex with someone you're fully comfortable with. I didn't have casual sex sober ever. Yeah. You know, until I met this one guy that I was actually comfortable with and I could be sober during sex. Because I have a nightmare story. Thank you. <laughs> okay. One time this guy came over. He was from Bumble. And I was like, yeah, I could hook up with someone. I'm feeling horny. Like, let's do it. He came over. I was dead ass sober. And it was just, I felt so awkward thinking like, I have to be open and show them everything in a mindset where I'm completely aware. So then I was like, do you want to like have some wine? So we had like a glass of wine each and it happened pretty quickly. We were just watching a movie and started like making out and then halfway through it, we were, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, this isn't too bad. I'm pretty comfortable. But halfway through having, <laughs> having sex, it was so <coughs> awkward. I just looked at him and I was like, nah. This feels kind of weird, eh? So I'm gonna pause you there. So what? What was the? What were your thoughts in that moment? So what? 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 What makes you switch to this isn't okay? Just kind of realizing what was happening because I was like, whoa! It was. <clears throat> we were kind of like, I was kind of like looking at him, and then I was just like looking at him and realizing like, what the fuck? Random person is having sex with me right now. And for some reason, my guard was like, oh my God, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not comfortable being in this position. I'm not comfortable. I don't know him. He could be a fucking serial killer Mm. for all I know. Like, Mm. I don't know him. And then that just like flipped. And I was like, oh, like, we have to stop. Like, I'm not comfortable. And I feel like that was actually quite powerful. I did feel a bit like, oh, that's so embarrassing, Alison. I can't believe I did that. But then at the same time, I would. I did feel better knowing that I could set a boundary and be like, "I'm not okay with this anymore. I don't want this. I don't want this to keep going." And he was really. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, like respectable about it," but it was just a bit. 
Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I, I really respect that, that you were able to just place that boundary there and that something that you weren't comfortable with. Yeah. Um, that you were able to just be like, okay, this is not what I want to do. I think you just realize you're not enjoying it anymore. Yeah. Like you're not enjoying it. And the moment you're not enjoying it, you shouldn't continue with it. Yeah. Like, for sure. And I think that's one thing I've realized with casual sex. For me personally, I don't think casual sex is for me. Unless, the thing is that, exception. <laughs> mm -hmm. Unless I am completely hammered and when you're drunk, you're horny. So, unless I'm that, yeah, okay. Yeah. But. Sober. Sober, it's awkward. Yeah. I'm never horny enough to, now that I've noticed these things, I'm never horny enough to just want to have sex straight off the bat when I'm sober. Do you reckon that's the difference with um, heteroculture and, like, um, gay culture as well? Like, I find... Um, I, I don't know the perspective. Yeah, so I would say um, casual is quite... Um, it is quite the norm, I would mm. say. Um, I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think that's just my my opinion of it. Mm. Um, because from, like, because I've been having, I would say I've been having quite, like, casual sex for quite a long time now. So right. it's, I'm quite numb to the idea. Like, it's such a normal thing. It's very easy to do. Mm. Um, maybe just in the hetero world, it's not as normal. Mm. Like, I guess probably now that in... Uh, we have things like Tinder and all of these things. Mm. Whereas um, casual sex has been such a... Um, it's been quite an, the norm for quite a long time in gay mm. culture um, to have casual sex and these, like, sneaky links. Like, especially back in the olden days, you know, mm. when we didn't have all these apps. Well, the thing is, though, well, as well, I also think about casual sex from a hetero perspective. Well, I can't speak on everyone, only on myself. A lot of the time in casual sex... I feel like I wasn't comfortable enough to tell him what I like, what I don't like. And you have to be vocal about this. You have to be comfortable with the person to tell them this feels good, this doesn't feel good. Mm. And I feel like a lot of women are, are kind of like groomed in a way yeah. to have to like something and pretend, you know. Like yeah. on porn, you watch the way women have sex and mm. it is so fake. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but you rubbing my clit like that, like aggressively, <laughs> is not going to make me come. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, this feels so good. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, fucking stop. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's very, yeah, that's just the way women are, <laughs> I think, because of society and pressures and all of that. Uh, yeah, and I think that's why for casual sex, it's just not worth it. Like, I'm not getting any benefits. Mm. In a way, I do kind of feel like I'm just doing it. What well, when I did do it, I'm just doing it because I'm lonely, which is very <laughs> sad. No, like the thing is that but it's that, true. that makes total you know? sense. That makes total sense because, um, yeah, like I remember back when I used to live in Parnell. Yeah. Um, this is like the house I used to live in before. So, um, when because I didn't only used to live with Ian, like my best friend, just used to live us two so he used to be out a lot um and there used to be evenings where i did feel alone and yeah my go-to was jumping on the app ordering someone off the mm -hmm. app and that's it but the thing is that you're you're not actually craving the sex no. part you actually want the relationship connection it's that that's what you're craving 100 percent. it's and just I having think, someone there right yeah and i think that's the part where people can get confused and then 
they start liking someone, they start falling for their sneaky links because they're not they're not wanting the sex part. They're wanting everything else. They they're wanting the whole package of a relationship condensed into one night. Mm. Which if you're playing if you're gonna play with your feelings like that, of course you're gonna <laughs> yeah. you're gonna loop yourself in a trap. Yeah. So back to your story with that absolutely <laughs> lovely Jonathan. <laughs> lovely Jonathan. <laughs> Do you think in the beginning because I think this is very important when you are having casual sex or you're in the friends with benefits situation or you're in a beginning of a a thing, as you would call it. A thing. A yeah. thing. Um, do you think setting boundaries, were that was that clear for you? Because I feel like that's very important. Did you set boundaries when you were starting to see him? Boundaries as like, are you seeing someone else? What are you looking for? There wasn't just that, the open communication. See, this is what because I felt that it was quite early stages. Mm. I think that can quite so from my experience anyway. Mm. Um, I find it quite scary and interrogating mm. when somebody's like, "What are you looking for?" Mm. Like, I think there's a maybe. Yeah, that is a bit like it can be quite interrogating, especially after like the second or third. I I think it's it depends. So if it's say casual sex then yes it can be scary but if you're going on dates i think it's important to set the boundaries but um to answer your question i think um it co- it could it would have helped me a lot mm. more to understand what this person is looking for mm. and um if they were yeah if they wanted more but i think there was because of what we talked about mm. and um just the conversations that we had it felt like it was not needed to be spoken like mm. it was it went without saying what we both wanted um and i think if that that night didn't happen we probably still would have we probably would have seen started seeing each other like it would have got to that stage but obviously he would have been doing that shit in the background without me knowing yeah i think oh that's tricky then because if you feel it but the thing is that i've i've had a situation with a guy from um last it was like a summer fling type of thing and i've noticed another thing though once once you open up and say what are we what is this what are you looking for you look like the loser that's simping yeah legit (laughs) but but that's fine if you think about it because i would rather be the loser that's simping but protect my feelings than go into something unknown and be hurt because i've fallen for someone yeah and i had i remember when i was seeing this guy and it had only been like a month but i was I think I'm, I fall quick. I don't know. He was he was a good guy. He was cool. He was cool. Mm. <laughs> and I had an open... We were just having a walk, and then I just asked him, so are you sleeping with anyone else? Like, mm. what, what are you... We don't have to define this, but I just want to know where you stand. And I, I actually... Looking back at it now, I think that was quite important to have because it lets me have reassurance mm. to know what his opinion is on it. And then it's like, okay, Alison, this is actually safe. Like, you can actually fall for this person. You're not going to clown yourself. Yes. And I, it's also that thing of the earlier you mention it, the better it is. Because the longer you leave it, the more invested you are. 100%. I think looking back for sure, like, it's such a... I think it's very vital to get those questions out. And again, like you said, you don't need to define what you guys are doing. It's more so what's happening on the outside. So exactly. what they're doing 
when they're not with you so like you could just be like okay cool like you said are you sleeping with other people that that can actually um tap into for tap into um so many reasons why you're asking one could be even just the idea of like contracting anything mm. any sort of sexual infection or anything like that mm. two um back to what you said about the feelings whether it's mm. worth investing specific if feelings it's what toward... you want or not yep so there's there's quite a, a number of reasons why that's such a valid and um good question to ask mm. um so yeah i think i'm definitely going to take that piece of advice on board for sure mm. like it's such a good way to protect yourself and just have a better understanding of what is going on because we're not mind readers we don't know what people are thinking exactly. we we need to communicate so that's probably the best way to yes just lay it all out just Set what's going on boundaries 100%. Ex- yeah especially in that situation when you are unsure and like you said you are you're doing more than just you know, just having sex, you know, you were hanging out, you were having dinner, you were having pillow talk, you were chilling, you know, you were talking, texting. And at that point, I feel like it is important to bring the subject up because if you already feel like you're investing something, like your emotion, I think it's definitely important to Mm. have that open communication. And communication is so important. Mm. You know, no one, it's true, no one is a mind reader. You have to know these things. Because at the same time, like, you don't want to be investing into some... You don't want to be investing into a leaky bucket, right? Exactly. Like, it's worth understanding what's going on to... Then it's worth, like, yeah, putting it in the bucket or not. Exactly. So, when you are hurt because of a situationship, when you're not actually... When you're not actually in a relationship, but you've been emotionally invested and it's crumbled, what do you do? What do I do? So, I think I, I generally vent about it mm-hmm. i vent to friends so mm-hmm. i talk about it with friends i try not to dwell on it too much mm-hmm. um so i think it's very important to outweigh the pros and cons of what has happened so try not to feel try not to blame yourself um obviously if you did something batshit crazy where you like you're the fuck boy. unless <laughs> unless you're the fuck boy in this situation um don't blame yourself um, you haven't done anything wrong in this situation. If it turns out to be um, something that they have done, try not to um, blame yourself for anything that's for how this has turned out. So always um, give yourself credit. Give yourself credit that you know this shit thing has happened, but it's okay. You've come out stronger. Okay. You've learned. You've learned a lesson from this. I think that is a really good way to wrap it up. Um, leading on to like a positive moment, a quote that I like to go by is you could be the juiciest peach out there, but people still want plums, Mm. you know? So it's not you in this situation. If you're not the one for them, don't dwell on it because you would be, you would someone for someone else. Yeah. They just might not be the one. If they don't appreciate you, then they can fuck right off. Exactly. (laughs) Somebody will really, really appreciate you one day. Exactly. Well, today has been really fun. Thank you for joining, Erin. Uh, no problem. This has been great. Do you feel like a bit more relieved? Honestly, it feels... It out? Yeah, like you don't actually um, realise how therapeutic this is just to talk about just like talking, these yeah. these internal thoughts that you have and actually just speaking about them so mm. openly. Mm. Um, obviously, you do have your moments of venting to friends and all of that. But to actually um, dissect the specific feelings that you've been having and all of that, um, 
yeah, it's definitely very therapeutic. Yeah, it's good. Guys, reach out to your friends, talk to them. And, you know, if you have problems, just talk and communicate. Get it off your chest. Communication is key. Communication is key. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed and got what we meant. Bye.